Welcome to the Joy in the Journey podcast, a podcast about everyday people sharing everyday journeys. Everyone has a story, and I'm so excited to be highlighting people who share their unique stories about finding joy in theirs. I am your host, Catherine Buckley Tessim. I am a child of the king, firefighter wife, mom of two littles, and an entrepreneur. I love my sweet tea and being a small town Texas girl. Welcome to the journey. Howdy, y'all. Welcome to episode 10 of the Joy in the Journey podcast. Like my intro said, I am Catherine Buckley Tessum, and I'll be your host on this podcast that is all about sharing and finding joy in the journey. I am so excited to welcome a sweet friend and fellow firewife to the show today. Mesa Ramos is a wife, a mom of three, a small business owner, and a certified health and wellness coach. She inspires others to live healthier lives and empowers them to raise their families through her amazing platform that she created, The Healthy Mess. Mesa, welcome and thank you for joining me today. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. Awesome. Well, why don't we just jump right in and, uh, you know, the healthy mess is so inspiring and I love how you came up with the name as well, but will you share a little bit about your journey with our listeners? Yeah. So it started all this in 2017. So I was already about seven years into a really major shift, a really huge journey into health and wellness. To back it up a little bit, I have been a hairstylist now for 16 years, you know, just thinking I would be a hairstylist forever, which is amazing. It's something that I'm super passionate about. But in 2011, my husband was diagnosed with cancer. And at that point in our life, I had started making some shifts and changes in our health. I came from being a pack a day cigarette smoker, living on Red Bull, fast food, all the junk. And so I had started a little bit into dipping my toe into a healthier lifestyle, healthier living, just getting a little bit in my mind. But that cancer diagnosis solidified that there was a different way for us, for our family. And, you know, my husband ended up being fine. He's healthier now than he ever was before because of the cancer making us really turn a shift in our in our home. Something along that journey, you know, being a part of a leading a direct sales organization in health and wellness um, was something that was extra passionate to me, um, helping people simplify the healthy lifestyle. And in 2019, we lost that business, which um, was also in its own way, a huge blessing because a lot of times without those shoves, without those pushes or those things in my life that have been cancer, losing a business, a pandemic, those are the things that have shoved me into my purpose or my calling and my destiny and what I've wanted to do. Um, so, and not even to mention um, going into health and wellness or creating healthy mess. In between that time, I also became a yoga instructor and I taught <laughs> yoga, loving the Lord with our bodies and our breath, and, and which led me into doula work in the midst of all of that. I wish that I had really packaged that a little bit differently for y'all, but just to suffice it to say is that I move in each season with whatever encouragement I feel like the Lord is leading me in, which has led me into a lot of places, including the birth room, being a doula, loving on women. So from start to finish, no matter what it is, whether it's health and wellness, family, your hair, helping you feel beautiful, 
that's basically all encompassing of everything that I do in the journey that I've been on. And I absolutely love that. And part of your journey there from the yoga side is actually what led us to meeting. And, you know, it's such a small world when for me as a mom, and I know you and I have talked about this a lot, just looking for that community, looking for that connection. And you came in one day to our mom's group and led a yoga session. And you can just tell exactly what your sign says behind you. The world needs who you were made to be is that you have a God-given gift of loving others. And so much of that, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget the prayer that you prayed over us that day as a yoga instructor, that you could just tell whether or not people are sitting on the yoga mat whether or not people are sitting in your chair while you're doing their hair and helping them be beautiful, whether or not they're going through your certification class, you know, and learning how to live a healthier lifestyle is that you're pouring into them and showing them, hey, I'm being who the world needs me to be. Let me help you be who the world needs you to be. So I absolutely love that. And I love your journey there. And I love that God is at the center of that as well. I know, again, both of us being firewives, you have a little bit more uh, that he rotates and, um, you know, has the paramedic fire and Leo as well. But what is it like for you kind of living, you know, going through that journey and then with his diagnosis, all while you're still trying to figure out who you are as a woman, as a wife, as a mom? It's a lot. <laughs> and I always think like everyone has their thing you know and for me I look back I don't look back on any of those super hard times as in sadness you know I look back and I'm like and we're, we both sound crazy my husband and I that we are grateful for the cancer diagnosis we were on a downward spiral if we're honest I mean we didn't really even care for each other very much at that time in our life it was really we were working so much we couldn't even pay our bills um, and I had started that side business that really was starting to supplement everything that I had and, and open up and unlock dreams that I never knew that I had. My very first community that really healed my heart from feel like a whole life of never really felt, feeling like I belong. So, you know, having that friendship and that community. And so not only was there the financial side of that business that empowered me, we paid off, you know, all kinds of debt. We became debt free. We did all these things. The community encouraged us to heal our marriage. And from that point, you know, I came home from being a hairstylist. So I did not do hair full time for seven years that I fully worked um, solely this business, right? And I had a goal and that was to bring my husband home from the job that he was at because what, what pushed me to do that was that his job told him that it was inconvenient for them, that he had to take half days to get radiation treatments for his cancer. And to me, I was like, well, we're, no, you're made for more than this. You're not even satisfied in this job. And so two years after that, I had brought him home. I replaced both of our incomes on the day that our second born was uh, born. He was able to leave that job. He stayed home with me for two years while we both worked um, that business. And then he was able to go to uh, fire school 
where he did fire school, EMT, his dream job, and the place that we knew that the Lord had, you know, placed in his heart, and that was our prayer, was we don't care where he works, let it be where the Lord wants him to be, and so it's just unlocking dream after dream, and if you go after that with a heart saying, like, for us, it's whatever you want, Lord, like, wherever you want us to be, and through all of that, I want to say it is difficult, you know, every third day when they're gone, um, it's the whether it's the police side, I mean, he does all three in a 24-hour period. He's a firefighter, a police officer, and a paramedic. But I just trust the Lord, even, you know, in that area, especially his his third shift as a police officer was the 2016 shootings in Dallas. And they were moments away from possibly being called into that, which I just remember thinking, I feel complete peace because I know who gave him this job. And so I feel like whether it was me going to yoga certification, whether it was me being in a birth room or coming back to the salon and then building my own salon during a pandemic, I move in peace. And so if I have that peace from the Lord, I feel like it's not as scary to make that leap into whatever it is I feel like he's calling us to do. Absolutely. And I think there, you know, there, there's a couple of things that I always like, like to say when people are, um, you think about starting something new and, and conquering those fears is that God allows ordinary people to do extraordinary things. And the number of lives that you guys have been able to touch and, and help, you know, in the miracle of all miracles, giving birth, you know, is absolutely Again, such a blessing. I know that both of us have been very fortunate to be able to experience that. But now that you're able to then be in the room with other moms during that journey and, you know, coaching not only them, but their husbands as well is, is something that, again, just through your journey, it, it's all about, Lord, put me in the right place. And he is using you, an ordinary mom, an ordinary wife, an ordinary woman to do absolutely extraordinary things. And then something else that I'd like to add about that is that, that you don't have to be qualified um, to, to be called by God. He qualifies you. And, and that's something else that, that I would love for our listeners to understand is that, yes, you have lots of different qualifications attached to your names, and you've sat in lots of different classes. You've created a course of your own through your entire journey, but all along knowing God is going to qualify me to allow me to do the things that he is calling me to do. What is something that you would say, because again, I know, uh, and, and this is something we've talked about, your journey, it involves a lot of different things, but it's all things that you're passionate about and things that you want to inspire other people. So what is a piece of advice that you would give someone that is looking to go into any of the avenues or just wanting to build something of their own? I think the number one thing would be to your personal growth because, you know, starting on that personal growth journey is where you really find out who you are at the core, healing from, you know, anything in the past. Um, And so, For me, it's been personal growth, starting that, surrounding yourself with people who are also committed to that. I mean, there is nothing like, it doesn't even have to be a lot of, a ton of people. It could be one or two people who you are cheering each other on 
We could be in the same field, we could be in totally different fields, but I just feel like there's something about continually investing in your own personal growth that's going to get you wherever you are, because it doesn't really matter what I've done, whether it's been health and wellness or doula or hairstyles, any of those things, the key focus was your personal growth and people of faith, of course, your relationship with the Lord, so you can hear him as to where you need to go. And that's what I would say is the number one thing is don't discount the smallest thing, um, which is the personal growth key. Because if you're like me, I'm looking for external ways to possibly fill up. And then every single time, it's like the Lord lets me run into a wall of going, you're depleted and you're empty because you didn't go to the right source. And I'm like, I know. So, so that would be it is really honing into your personal growth. Yes. And knowing that he is the source of that energy. And again, if, if this is your purpose and you have that fire inside of you, which he placed um, for you to go, he's going to help it come to fruition. And just knowing Hey, if I'm aligned here with God, then everything is going to be okay. And I think that leads me into the next thing of something that, again, you and I have talked about this in doing more and more of it in the morning, even if it's just 15 minutes, but where your yoga instruction steps in is that you spend that quiet time in the morning. So what is that? What is your encouragement to other moms on why to take that time? Gosh, well, and, and taking that time, whatever it looks like for you, I think one of the biggest things is also not looking left or right at what other people are doing. What is it that fills you up? Because I know that Camp Gladiator or any uh, of those exercises that are incredible, um, that's not work. So what is it? Where do you meet with the Lord? For me, it can be literally a five minute breath work. I'm just sitting there breathing for somebody like me. That is, um, my mind is always go, 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 go. Yoga was a place that I was like, 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 Lord, you're calming me. You're calming my mind and focusing on your breath is the simplest thing that gets you there. And so I'm able to really be centered, like forget all of those outside, like the to-do list that, you know, come in your thoughts the moment you want to sit down with the Lord. So you may not be doing yoga, but it's the same concept. That is why I need to do it because nothing else in my day makes sense in the days that I'm not, you know, focusing on him. And I don't beat myself up for the days that I don't either. Like the Lord isn't going you know, this taskmaster, and I have to remind myself, he's not looking at me disappointed that there were several days I slept in. And he knows when we go long periods of time without even trying, you know, seeking his counsel, whether that's days or whatever that looks like for you, he's still there. And so you pick it right back up. Um, and then you feel that refreshing. Sometimes we need to feel depleted to be able to realize what we were missing all along, if that makes sense. You know, because it's like I hear we talk about health. People say, I didn't know how bad I felt until I felt good, you know, and I feel like that's kind of how it is with the Lord. I'm like, oh, man, I didn't realize how empty I was until I, you know, filled up again. Absolutely. And and uh, one thing you said there on the days that you sleep in on the day, he's not upset. We have to remember uh, we offer a lot of people grace. And sometimes I think we forget to offer it to ourselves. And so yeah. remembering that, that you're allowed to offer yourself grace in, in anything that you're going after in any dreams that you're trying to follow. And one thing that I want to touch on next is 
we just went through a pandemic, lots and lots of small business owners, you know, feeling the impact because of things that it did to their business. But one thing that I love about your story, again, because you always trust God and trust the nudges that he gives you, is you built the salon that you're sitting in today in the middle of a pandemic. So talk to us a little bit about that. Okay, well, I feel like I can't mention the success without feeling the failure. So I don't know if we're going to get to that, but you'll have to ask me about that because the failure um, at the beginning of the year, failure, whatever. So it, this salon for me being in the pandemic, I always knew when I came back to my chair after losing my business in 2019, I came back to the salon. I knew I wanted to be with a small group of women if I were to work in a salon. And so working from home for eight, nine years, and then going back to work was a little bit, is rough, right? And so I'd already had that kind of in my mind. There were so many different factors with the salon that I was at going to like, and having a lot of people there. And um, I just felt this nudging, like I knew, you know, on our property, we had the space and I wanted to create my own building. So we actually paid off a ton of debt during the pandemic. So we were feeling really free. And so I told, and then I told my husband, yeah, what do you think I have? I feel like the Lord wants me to build my own studio. And he's just looking at me like, he knows. Cause he knows like, we're going to do it. If you know, if, if it's the Lord, we're like, we're going to do it. So my husband, not only is he, he works every third day, you know how this goes. He's getting his bachelor's degree and he figured out how to build me. A studio. He got my dad and my brother and they built this thing. So for me, it was about, I wanted my own place that I get to control the energy that comes in here. I get to control the conversation. Um, I get to control, uh, during a pandemic, I felt like I wanted to create a place that people felt really safe, which that is not, salons are super, super safe. Um, everybody's doing such hard work to make sure that, you know, you're safe when you go in to feel your best. But for me, I just really wanted to have that place where I got to control that, you know, and for it to look how I wanted it to look. I play the music I want to play. And it just felt like such a blessing that when you come in here, what I wanted is for a woman to know that you could come in here you can talk about whatever you need to talk about. You can lay it all down. And I pray over this place that I hope that when someone walks through the doors, that they just feel that intangible peace that we can't even explain. And that's something that if it's not yours. You, you don't really get the say so in that. So it was a huge motivator for me. And, uh, and again, just loving being my own business owner. It's been amazing. And so I named it the HMC studio. So it's a legal salon in Texas. I went through, you know, everything to make sure that it was all legal. Um, I've already been inspected and whatnot, but it's for healthy mess collective because, you know, my brand healthy mess that I've been working on for four years is, you know, that would be the quote unquote failure we, we get to talk about, but, um, but it's the healthy mess collective where I can come in here. And this was my vision actually, which is so funny. I thought, I could record videos or do Zoom meetings or whatever in the studio. And until this point, until this podcast, I didn't know if that was ever going to be part of the, you know, like I named it Healthy Mess Collective. And I feel like it is, it's just a collective so far. So this has been really, really fun, but it's, it's literally a dream come true. 
I love it. And I loved um, being able to watch you guys build it. Some of the stories, you're so open and authentic with all of your followers and letting them know, which is kind of how Healthy Mess was founded, that you were working on the healthy lifestyle and really, you know, focusing on what being healthy means. But at the same time, and I believe it was a picture that you posted of your kids' rooms that was a mess. Like, And yeah. so many times on social media, we see the highlight reels of perfect lives. And you're like, I am trying to live a healthier life, but there's no perfect part about it. You know, like there's still the mess. And then allowing people now, you know, seeing the studio from the ground up being built, all of the, there was such a self-conscious, you know, what do I want to put into it? How am I praying over it? Lord, let this be your building that I get to work in, you know, those types of things and that people can come as they are and sit in your chair, mess and all, and you're going to pour into them. You are the vessel that the Lord is using. And again, I just, I absolutely love that. And I know that then leads us into a little bit of the healthy mess journey of, uh, that you wanted to touch on with what you call a failure. We'll call a learning experience. (laughs) I love it. That was part of your question. And I thought, you know, I have to say, I never am a person that thinks of like fail. Everything's a learning experience. But if I were to quantify a financial failure, it would be my Healthy Mess e-course because, and it's only been a failure to, the, failure to this point. Like whatever people call a failure, because to me, I didn't ever think I had. I, so you know, everybody in the beginning of the year or whenever they set their goals or or at any time when people set goals. Me, I always shy away from doing that because I'm like, if I don't hit it, so what? Like, the world's going to keep spinning, you know? So I didn't have any goals. I created this Healthy Mess e-course because my whole ideology was I've been in health and wellness at that point for, you know, 10 years, watching people just bang their head against the wall, what they think society thinks is healthy living, which is typically, you know, one fad to the next. I felt so, you know, it's just the saddest thing to watch someone like, I just want the, this pill, or I just want this, and or I want to be this size. And, you know, I'm a small person. For, so for me, um, I can't talk to people in that in that area but what I come from is a brain that was addicted to my ADD medication that was so scattered all the time you know and and just finding a place within that to live and nourish your brain your body in the right way and everything else fall into place that's my philosophy Um, I went to the Dr. Sears Wellness Institute in 2014 2015 something around there and I decided that I wanted to become a health and wellness coach and whenever I did that, it, I loved his philosophy of, you know, just it's overall your wellness. You know, we don't say food is bad food or what this, that, or the other. I wanted to create was a course. You could take it. You could binge in videos and you can become an informed and empowered consumer of, you know, your food and understanding a lifestyle of living a simpler life. It applies to kids, adults, for everyone. And I wanted, you know, I wanted to create that. So I, when I would talk about failure, I'm thinking of the thousands of dollars I invested into making the course. And then I go to launch it. And literally it was days before the whole world shut down. 
in March of 2021. Personally, I thought people are losing their jobs. I just got shut down from my job. There's no way I'm going to even remotely, you know, say, oh, buy this or try to promote a course when the world is shutting down. Like, are you kidding me? And so I just said, forget it. And I put it on the shelf. I've sold it, you know, periodically to people throughout the year. I do believe that the information is amazing. And I do believe that it is a wonderful course. And I know that there will be a time for it. But I would say, I don't know. Now that I'm talking about it, I'm like, is it really a failure? Because I just went with what I, you know what I mean? Uh, I think sometimes you hear those stories of people that push past, like would have pushed past their, their doubt and still sold the thing. And maybe it would have been a wild success. We'll never know. It just didn't feel right in my heart. And so I couldn't do it, you know? So we'll see. We will see. I'm sure I'll launch it at some other point, but I don't tend to do well with all the formulas that people want to give you when it comes to like social media and stuff. I've just never been a good formula person. I'm like, I'm just going to happen. It's going to be great. It's going to happen. So there's that. But I did create it because I wanted people to be able to watch it and go, oh, my Lanta, I can go to the grocery store and quickly look at the box and know, nope, this is garbage. Or I know what ingredients are in here, but I'm going to eat it anyway because I want to. And at least, you know, there's nothing worse than like looking up one day and not and realizing or hearing that something that you thought was healthy actually isn't at all. And that's the whole point of going to the stores. They have marketing and they have you know, reasons and gimmicks for you to buy their product. And so I just want to help people be able to understand what they're buying and putting in their body. So, yes. And I think that's so good because, um, we only get one body and you want to take care of it. And like you said, I think too, the steps along the way, it's all been out of love. You know, you, whenever your husband was diagnosed, with the cancer diagnosis, it's like we have to look at a better way of living, what is best for his body. And, you know, so you started educating yourself on that. Well, there might be somebody listening right now who needed to hear that, you know, that that they're going through the same type of thing. And so you're able to help them. And then two, you use a lot of that education for both pre and postnatal of the moms that you work with. And, you know, so maybe there's a mom out there listening today wondering, okay, all of my body is out of whack. I just grew a child. What do I do? And there's an answer for that. And as far as releasing it in March, all of your business ventures and all everything that you've been pushed through has always been God nudging you. And instead of God nudging you this time, I feel like he held, he put that compassion in your heart that, Hey, this might not be the right time because yes, anyone can push anything. They'll be marketing it all the way through. You know, we've seen that, but what you did was, I don't feel that it's right because people are struggling right now through everything. So the course is there you're not marketing it, but the course is there. If somebody stumbles ac- across it because God led them to your platform, then it's there and you put it in their hands. And when the Lord is ready for that nudge, I feel like it's going to be a big nudge. And just like everything else that you've done, because you followed with his, you know, with you followed through with what he's wanting you to do, that he multiplies it. And, and so I do, I do love that. And I think that 
through everything too. We're seeing more and more people getting healthier, more and more people looking for that. How do I live a healthier lifestyle? Because so many underlying conditions were coming up. And again, for I know for me as a mom that you don't think about it until you're feeding your child. Yeah. And uh, so following you and seeing some of your aunt's uh, health store food, you know, going down the aisles there and you're just comparing different things, which is something that I want our listeners to know too, is where to connect with you online because you offer your followers so much insight. Again, you're so real. You're so authentic. And uh, I love that you share your journey so openly. Oh, thank you. It's um, at healthy mess with an underscore. And you can always email me too at healthy mess at hotmail.com. If you, you know, ever had any questions, there are, I do feel like I'm so all over the board. And I'm sure you know this people want to like, oh, hone in and, and do the one thing. And I'm like, Evie, I can't. I can't. So, but at healthy mess, I've now paired it with health and beauty. So um, you can get a little bit of everything there. I don't usually have makeup on. So, <laughs> so and, and that's the thing is come as you are. Like anything that I am a part of, if you want to come um, to Healthy Mess, before you come into my DMs, already know that I don't judge. Literally zero judgment. And that's why I talk about past stuff all the time, not from a place of insecurity, but from a place of there's no, we're all like, I'm, nobody's perfect here. So please come if you're an imperfect person at Healthy Mess. I love it. And uh, my final question for you is what does joy in the journey mean to you? I love, I love joy in the journey. Like I love your name so much. It, because joy in the journey is a lot of, you know, times you don't even think about this, but um, for me, it's having joy in the valleys, like the hilltop. I mean, duh, right? But the challenge to me and the challenge within myself is where can I find joy in the really crappy parts, you know? So almost when something happens now in my life, because I've had so many opportunities to find joy in the journey along the way of the crappy crap that happens, you know, in life is like finding the joy and um, we were you know, in a pandemic, finding the joy and going outside with my kids and, and being on the trampoline and, you know, whatever it is that we're doing. And yeah, so that is it. Like finding joy every single step in the journey. There is no place where joy can't be found if we just look for it. Um, even in the saddest of times, it seemed like when um, the, the most trying was the very beginning of experiencing this when Jeff was super, super sick looking back going like, where did I find joy there in those times? I think that's where it really began was struggling. Like, where can I find the little pieces of joy here? It was our daughter who was playing with her. It was, you know, and ever since then it just grows. So every time a wave comes and hits us, it's not like it just keeps crashing in and crashing in and ruining what the Lord has for us because we just find joy in every single part of your journey and your whole life is a journey. So I love your name. Thank you. And thank you for sharing all of that. I think that it that it's so key. And again, that your journey has been anything but perfect, but that you do, you continually find the, the, the joy in it, that God has strengthened not only your, your marriage, but your family. And then he has looked over all of your business ventures um, in, 
helped you create that collective that you can share. And again, I'm going to use the quote on the wall behind you, but you, your collective has been able to build and inspire and be exactly who the world needs you to be and who you were made to be and who God created you to be. So thank you so much for sharing today. I really appreciate it. Um, looking forward to continuing to watch your journey and see the Healthy Mess Collective continue to grow both on the uh, salon side, the beauty side, as well as the health side. And I hope that our listeners also uh, check out your e-course if nothing else, just to be able to learn, again, what you're putting in your body. So to all of our listeners out there, thank you all for tuning in. If there is ever a topic or a guest that you would want to hear from, please email me at kbt at and let me know. I'm so excited to continue to share with you and would love to hear from you. So please subscribe and leave me a review wherever it is that you're getting this podcast. Thank you again, Mesa, for sharing your journey today. Until next week, I will leave you with the words from Thomas Monson. Let us relish life as we live it, find joy in the journey, and share our love with friends and family.